Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. My name is Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday, January 19th, and the 9th of Shavuot on the Hebrew calendar. Our parasha, that's the portion from the Torah, is Bo, and it means come. Come, Yeshua, Bo Yeshua. We'll be reading Exodus chapter 12, verses 29 through 51 from the Torah. However, as always, before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Amen. So it came about at midnight that the Lord struck down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt from the firstborn of Pharaoh sitting on his throne to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon and all the firstborn cattle. Then Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants and all the Egyptians, and there was loud wailing in Egypt, for there was not a house where someone was not dead. So he called for Moses and Aaron at night and said, Rise up, go out for my people, both you and B'nai Israel. Go, serve the Lord as you have said. Take your flocks and your herds as you said and be gone. But bless me too. Now the Egyptians urged the people, sending them out of the land quickly, for they thought, We will all be dead. So the people took their dough before it was leavened with their kneading bowls bound up in their clothes on their shoulders. So Benai Israel acted according to the word of Moses. They asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold and for clothing. The Lord gave the people favor in the eyes of the Egyptians and let them have what they asked for. So they plundered the Egyptians. The Benai Israel journeyed from Ramses to Sukkoth, about 600 men on foot, as well as children. Also, a mixed multitude went up with them, along with the flocks, herds, and heavy livestock. 
they had baked matzot cakes from the dough that they brought out of Egypt. It had no hamets because they were thrust out of Egypt and could not delay. So they had not made provisions for themselves. Now the time that Benai Israel lived in Egypt was 430 years. So it happened at the end of 430 years to the very day that all the armies of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. It was a night of watching for the Lord to bring them out of the land of Egypt. This same night is a night of vigil for the Lord, for all Benai Israel throughout their generations. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is the ordinance of the Passover. No foreigner may eat it, but every man's servant that is bought for money, after you have circumcised him, may eat it. Nor should a visitor or hired servant eat it. It is to be eaten inside a single house. You are not to carry the meat out of the house, nor are you to break any of its bones. All the congregation of Israel must keep it. But if an outsider dwells with you, who would keep the Passover for the Lord? All his males must be circumcised. Then let him draw near and keep it. He will be like one who is native to the land. But no uncircumcised person may eat from it. The same Torah applies to the native as well. As the outsider who dwells among you, So all Benai Israel did so. They did just as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. It was on that very day that the Lord brought Benai Israel out of the land of Egypt as armies. And that concludes our readings in the Torah today. Our next reading is in 2 Samuel chapter 24. It's from the Prophets. Now the anger of the Lord again flared up against Israel. So he incited David against them, saying, Go number Israel and Judah. The king said to Joab the commander of the army who was with him, Go about now through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, and number the people so that I may know the sum of the people. But Joab said to the king, May the Lord your God add to the people a hundred times as many as they are, while the eyes of my Lord the King looks on. But why does my Lord the King desire such a thing? Nevertheless, the King's command to Joab and the army's generals remained firm. So Joab and the army generals went out from the King's presence to number the people of Israel. They crossed over the Jordan and camped in Aror, on the right side of the town that is in the middle of the valley of Gad, and toward Jazer. Then they went to Gilead and to the land of Tatim Hadshi. Then they came to Danjan and round about to Sidon, and came to the stronghold of Tyre, to all the cities of the Hivites and the Canaanites. Then they went out to the south of Judah to Beersheba. So when they had gone throughout all the land, they came back to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and twenty days. 
Joab reported the sum of the numbering of the people to the king. There were in Israel 800,000 valiant men who drew the sword, and the men of Judah were 500,000 men. But David's heart troubled him after he had numbered the people. So David prayed to the Lord, I've sinned greatly in what I have done, but now, Lord, Please take away the iniquity of your servant, for I have acted very foolishly. When David rose up in the morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and speak to David, thus says the Lord. Three things I am proposing to you. Choose one of them, and I will bring it upon you. So Gad came to David and told him, saying to him, Shall seven years of famine come on you in your land? Or will you flee from your adversary for three months while he is pursuing you? Or shall there be three days of pestilence in your land? Now consider and see what answer I should return to him who sent me. Then David said to God, I am in great distress. Let us now fall into the hand of the Lord, for his mercies are great, and let me not fall into the hand of man. So the Lord sent a pestilence upon Israel from the morning until the appointed time, so that 70,000 men of the people died from Dan to Beersheba. When the angel stretched out his hand toward Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord relented from the calamity and said to the angel who was destroying the people, Enough! Now withdraw your hand. The angel of the Lord was then by the threshing floor of Arana, the Jebusite. When David saw the angel that was striking down the people, he spoke to the Lord, saying, Behold, it is I who have sinned, and it is I who have done wrong. But these sheep... What have they done? Please, let your hand be against me and against my father's house. On that day, Gad came to David and said to him, Go up, set up an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arana the Jebusite. So David went up according to the word of Gad, as the Lord had commanded. Now when Arana looked down and saw the king and his courtiers crossing over toward him, Arana went out and bowed down before the king, with his face to the ground. Then Arana said, Why has my lord the king come to his servant? David said, To buy the threshing floor from you, in order to build an altar to the lord, so that the plague may be held back from the people. Then Arana said to David, Let my lord the king take and offer up what seems good in his eyes. Look here, the oxen for the burnt offering, as well as the threshing sledges and the ox yokes for the wood. All this Arana gives to the king. Arana said further to the king, May the lord your god accept you. But the king said to Arana, No, but I will surely buy it from you at a price. 
I will not offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God. That costs me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. Then David built there an altar to the Lord and offered burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. So the Lord was moved by prayer of entreaty for the land and restrained the plague from Israel. Our next reading is in the writings, and today we're going to read Psalm 91 together. He who dwells in the shelter of the Lord will abide in the shadow of him. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will rescue you from the hunter's trap and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is body armor and shield. You will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the plague that stalks in darkness, nor the scourge that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look on with your eyes and see the wicked paid back. For you have made the Lord your dwelling, even God who is my refuge. So no evil will befall you, nor any plague come near your tent. For he will give his angels charge over you to guard you in all your ways. Upon their hands they will lift you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and cobra, trample the young lion and serpent. Because he has devoted his love to me, I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high, because he knows my name. When he calls on me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, rescue him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Our last reading today comes from the Apostles. We're going to be reading Luke chapter 16. Now Yeshua was also saying to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a household manager, and this manager was accused of squandering his belongings. So he called the manager and said to him, What's this I hear about you? Give an accounting of your management, because you cannot be manager any longer. Then the manager said to himself, What shall I do, since my master is taking the management away from me? I'm not strong enough to dig. I'm ashamed to beg. I know what I'll do. So that when I'm put out of management, others will welcome me into their homes. So he called in each one of his master's debtors, and he said to the first, How much do you owe my master? He said, One hundred units of olive oil. The manager said to him, Take your bill, sit down quickly, and write fifty. 
Then he said to another, Now how much do you owe? He said, A hundred units of wheat. The managers said to him, Take your bill and write eighty. Now the master praised the crooked manager because he had acted shrewdly, for the sons of this age are smarter when dealing with their own generation than the sons of light. I say to you, make friends for yourselves from the wealth of the world, so when it runs out, they will welcome you into the eternal shelters. One who is faithful in the smallest matters is also faithful in much, and the one unjust in the smallest matters will likewise be unjust in much. So then, if you cannot be trusted with unjust wealth, who will trust you with true wealth? Now, if you have not been trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you anything of your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will stick by one and look down on the other. You cannot serve God in money. Now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, were listening to all these things and sneering at Yeshua. But he said to them, You are the ones who justify yourselves before the people, but God knows your hearts, for what is prized among men is detestable in God's sight. The Torah and the prophets were proclaimed until John. Since then, the good news of the kingdom of God is being proclaimed and everyone tries forcing his way in. But it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for a single seraph of the Torah to fail. Everyone who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery, and he who marries one who is divorced from a husband commits adultery. Now there was a rich man dressed in purple and fine linen, living it up in luxury every day. But a poor man named Lazarus had been laid at his gate, covered with sores and longing to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Besides, even the dogs were coming to lick his sores. It happened that the poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. But the rich man also died and was buried, and from Sheol, As he was in torment, he raised his eyes, and he sees Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. So he cried out and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and sent Lazarus so he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool off my tongue, because I am suffering torment in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your life, You received your good things, even as Lazarus received the bad things. But now he is comforted here, and you are tormented. Besides all this, between us and you, a great chasm is firmly set, so that those who want to cross over to you cannot, nor can those from there cross over to us. Then the rich man said, I beg you then, Father Abraham, send Lazarus to my father's house, for I have five brothers to warn, so that they will not also come to this place of torment. But Abraham says, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. 
But he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. But Abraham said, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. This, friends, concludes our readings today. However, if you're reading through the apostolic writings twice in this reading cycle, you'll also continue on reading in Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. I am Sarah Ruth reading from the very cold Appalachian Mountains of Georgia, and we are happy to be a blessing and read for daily bread for busy moms so that you can soak in his word each day. Shalom until next time.